Welcome to NARAL's The Morning After. Each Thursday, our podcast brings you the latest on reproductive health care, progressive politics, and the fight to keep abortion safe and legal. NARAL's The Morning After is a production of NARAL Pro-Choice Ohio. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at ProChoiceOH. Enjoy the show! Hi, I'm Jamie. I'm Kelly. I'm Vashida. So, um, I guess we can start talking about uh, yesterday, hashtag Safer Together. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought it was amazing. I mean, I am exceptionally proud of the students who stood up for themselves. I mean, they exercised their right to speech, freedom. Um, you know, they, they're, they're, you know, fighting for their right to, to speak up. Yeah, they did. I mean, it was really cool to see, like, even, like, my home high schools, like, people were walking out. And that doesn't really happen a lot in, like, very conservative areas. There was one high school student in North Carolina where he was the only person that walked out. I I know. I saw that story. (laughs) But it was really cool that he, like, had the (laughs) gumption and the, you know, wherewithal to actually still do it. He didn't, Mm -hmm. wasn't, like... Oh, nobody's coming with me, so I yeah. guess I'll sit here. There and was, that was pretty awesome. And I mean, like, uh, at least his high school, unlike several other ones, did not punish him for participating. Yes. <laughs> yeah, shame on all of those high school or teachers who even, like, thought that was okay. Um, like, come on now. What are we teaching the students here? Well, mm-hmm. I mean, schools are prisons, and I'm not going to back down from that statement. So. <laughs> yeah, how can we now, especially? Yeah. Uh, there was a second grader who also walked out, and he joined the, the high schoolers, and his mom Aww. walked with him. I, I know, that's what I said. I'm like, tear. <laughs> there, was a, there was a whole fifth grade class that organized it. and like they I did, love it. They even had like a media packet for the reporter that came, and I was like, Aww. oh. <laughs> Yeah, I saw that one too. That was cute. There was also a video of like a middle school and high school that had already done their walkout and then all of a sudden turned around and saw like an elementary (laughs) class like walk on the other side of the street and they all like stopped, turned around and like cheered for the little kids who were doing it. I feel like if I was in high school and I saw that, I would just like burst into tears. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. Like, it's just. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's hard to be like both proud and like impressed, but also like not patronizing to these kids because they mm-hmm. are doing something very, very serious. Yes. Yeah, like <laughs> I can like, imagine. Like so I would have loved to do that at their age. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I would have been so happy and proud to be like a part of something so large and like uplifting. So I, yeah, I was talking to a friend yesterday about how <clears throat> like my college years, like I was like. Uh, it was like I graduated in 2009 from high school, so I was like th- the beginning of Obama's You're a baby. Term. I know the beginning of Obama's <laughs> term to when he was elected the second time. So like I feel like my college years were like kind of just generalized apathy. Like oh, we have a black president, everything's great, and like yeah. I was looking for something to do, and like there's just so many things for like kids yeah. these days to do, and I'm like. I'm like jealous, but also not jealous. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> I'm still here. Doing I understand. <laughs> no, let's put this all in, in perspective. I was in high school during the Rodney King riots in LA. I was and, in LA. <laughs> uh huh. As I a was. toddler. Well, yeah, my parents were terrified. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sure. But you know, and so just kind of thinking back on you know what didn't really happen across the country at that point mm-hmm. because it was seen very much as this like urban problem in LA and California versus a national problem like this issue yes, has now absolutely. become. Yeah, I mean you think of like California as this liberal bastion, but they still got their issues. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely do. 
But I, I've also seen some criticism on two fronts. Number one, that like young people in the Black Lives Matter movement have been doing this forever and the media has been completely and totally ignoring them. Exactly. And number two, that a lot of the media accounts, again, it's all media issues. It's not actually necessarily like major issues within the movement itself, but like um, that a lot of the media outlets were talking about how like this is the first time students have, you know, False. risen up across the country. Have we forgotten like SNCC? Like, like, at the very yeah. least. Yeah. No, I actually was in Atlanta for a conference a couple weeks, week and a half ago now. And, not, that um, ago. not that long ago. Just feels, feels like, like it. it. <laughs> um, and they actually have a civil rights museum there. And one of the exhibits was actually like a recreation of the lunch counters. And so you sat in a stool and you put on headphones, actually, that looked very much like these. And um, we're told to close your eyes and put your hands on the counter. And mm-hmm. when you put your hands on the sensor on the counter, it started a kind of immersive experience where like, it felt right. like somebody was kicking your stool and you could hear the screams. And it was like recreating what it was like to sit at the lunch counter during the sit-in protest. Mm-hmm. And they would do that for like eight hours in a row. And they, you know, the whole thing with the exhibit was, can you survive a minute mm-hmm. and like 45 seconds, which is how long the, the thing was. And, you know, thinking back about, you know, the people who led the way in the mm-hmm. civil rights movement were students, were students of color, of color <laughs> yes. but of course that's people. not going to be it's publicized be or it's yeah. not going to be, you know, as broadcasted as something like this is, you know, mm-hmm. because it's people of color. <laughs> yeah. So it's always been young people. Yep. Yeah. For sure. And it always will be. Yeah. Did you guys see that um, there were lots of, like, I don't know if it was a hundred or like a couple hundred, there were lots and lots of high school students yesterday who were coming to the Ohio Capitol mm-hmm. to confront their senators. Yes, they canceled and they canceled the session. Uh, session because of it. Yeah. And a lot of the senators, senators actually spoke to these students, which was awesome. Yeah, the Democratic uh, ones like were like, yes. yeah, what's up? How's it going? Mm-hmm. And the Republicans <laughs> were like, all right, bye. Yeah. I'm out. See ya. Actually, supposedly they still did meet with some Republicans. Some of them, yeah. But, um, they definitely did not publicize it. Yeah, no, there were no... <laughs> Like uh, I think one of the, it was a blogger on Plunderbund actually went through like all of the Facebook and Twitter feeds of all of these legislators to see who had and hadn't posted pictures of mm-hmm. people, and of course, all the Democrats did, and none of the Republicans <laughs> did. Even though, as I put it, um, one of the uh, Republican I can't remember which one it was one of the Republican members Twitter feed is basically just glamour shots with him and various groups of people, but of course not this <laughs> title Land people. Association, but yeah. not students, <laughs> not students. <laughs> Demonstrating yeah. against and, it, and I also yeah. don't remember the Republican, but there was one who was like, walk up, not out. And it's like, uh, why are you like, you are victim blaming. You're saying that these kids need to be nicer to people, like potential sociopaths. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's <laughs> definitely a lot that we could do in schools to make them less prison-like and right. more nurturing and right. compassionate and, and i don't say that as a, well i do say it as a cynic but i say it from like a sociological background not just like out my ass <laughs> yeah no and i mean they definitely are and i mean the what the what the proposals for making schools safer mm-hmm. is making them more like prisons like let's make right. fences with barbed wire exactly. and armed guards outside yeah. every door and exactly. let's make our teachers armed guards yes exactly <laughs> but um you know there's definitely a lot we can do to like help alleviate Mm -hmm. bullying and ostracization and those kinds of things Mm -hmm. in schools. But like saying that, you know, instead of having a school walkout, you should walk out, walk up to somebody and, you know, make them feel better. Like that is not number one, safe for everyone (laughs) to do. And number two is, you know, 100%, as you said, victim blaming. Mm -hmm. 
Not only that, but like, let's consider uh, the Dylan Roof's sister yesterday, which is like, I hope y'all get shot because it's only black people walking out. Oh, okay. So you're exactly as racist as you've, as uh, the sister of Dylan Roof would be, yes. of course. Um, but also just like, who's going to, who, why am I going to walk up to this lady who's just like clearly hella racist? Mm-hmm. Why do I want to have a conversation with this woman? Like, yeah. she's clearly not interested in getting to know me or any of my classmates. Like, what is your deal? Mm-hmm. Well, and the thing is uh, that... We don't say that about, you know, other types of terrorists. Yeah, no, it's only the white boys. Yeah, you know, like, we don't, we wouldn't talk about white boys like Dylan Roof being, um, radicalized by various groups. Yes, but (laughs) media and, right, right, and legislators and those kind of things will never talk about that, but that's really what they are. And you're not going to, just because somebody is nice to somebody, you know, combat all of the radicalization they've gotten from whatever neo Nazi you know, KKK. You can't go back from being a Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm definitely not going to be one to be like, don't be nice to people. Like yeah. I, kindness can help a lot, but it can't help like, it can't help everything. No, it really can't. And so, you know, if they're going to want to shoot up things. I would say that high schoolers these days are actually much nicer than they used to be because the internet isn't all bad. Globalization's not all bad. Right. Well, well, we can actually see other people and like learn from other cultures. It's almost—it's almost like having all of the information in the world at your fingertips is not always a bad thing. No. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so it was really cool to see everywhere. I mean, there were schools all across Ohio, all yeah. across the country, elementary schools to high schools. Absolutely. And there was a demonstration on the Capitol. There was a demonstration Absolutely. here in Columbus at the State House. So and was, shout out to the teachers that are actually encouraging and helping these students do exactly. this. Mm-hmm. Being instead of just being, instead and, of just being a block. Exactly. Absolutely. I mean, I think that that speaks to their characters and you know, how mm-hmm. they're um, encouraging these students to stand up for themselves and, you know, developing, developing them into uh, activists and mm-hmm. things like that. So I actually have a couple of friends who are teachers now and they were talking about like, so in my class today, we spent 17 minutes calling their legislators and I was like, I'm so proud of you for not being garbage. I mean, I you, were, you were in high school, so I'm glad you could <laughs> be my friend. I'm so glad that you've evolved into a great person. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I'm still friends with them and they like, I knew them in high school, they're not garbage people. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, and I think too just having school be places where you learn more than just to whatever standardized test is now being required. That I'm not going to use when I graduate. Like yeah. this is stuff uh-huh. that's really going to make a difference in my life. So yes. Mm-hmm. I think that was a big difference between like I feel like when I went to high school and when I your agree. generation went to high school because like my actually my senior year was the first time we had to take any of the graduation tests or any of those extra ninth grade mm-hmm. oh, proficiency it's, it's tests worse. and all of those kind of things. Yeah. Yeah. So so yeah, so the fact is that in There's, my high school, they you know very much prided themselves in because I went to Columbus Alternative High School here in Columbus, so they prided themselves in like building full people and building activists and building people who are going to make the world a better place, not just so that they could pass all these tests. And, yeah, I think I started doing standardized tests in probably second or third grade, and now they're doing kindergartners, which yes. I do not understand. <laughs> I don't either. I'm like uh, kindergartens where you le- you go to learn to read, to play, and and like get along socially mm-hmm. and things like that. Like not take tests, like. Yeah. Maybe that's where we should, you know, actually be helping kids <laughs> actually like develop emotional intelligence and don't give them test anxiety. Exactly. exactly. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't give them test anxiety from the age of five. Yeah. Please. Please. <laughs> Please don't. So yeah, so those students were awesome and amazing. Um and we hope that everybody listens to them and learns from them. Yes, and absolutely. The kids will I mean, these the kids, kids are definitely yeah. okay and they will hopefully the lead kids us are all right. to be uh, better people too. Yes, I hope so. They are who we they should be. They deserve to be heard, so 
Absolutely. Mm-hmm. People are like, Generation Z is the most conservative. Mm-hmm, sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, I was seeing, reading a bunch of stuff on various conservative places. Great sources. <laughs> and it's, it's a completely different world. But, you know, they were all very much into the walk up, not out movement. I know. Because they're boring. And then also... It was the, you know, story after story about how this generation is no more liberal on gun rights than older generations. And like, well, when you ask them like a general, like, do you believe people should be able to have guns? Yes. But like when you ask, actually, when you ask the vast majority of people in the United States, like, should somebody be able to have an AR-15 with, you know, unlimited clips and all these kinds of things? Like, no, actually, they shouldn't be able to have, you know, weapons of war. (laughs) I'm happy to be the the radical panel guns. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I mean, there are definitely people like that. But, you know, like, you know, so it's, it's just an interesting. Demilitarize the police. Yes, demilitarize our schools. Let's yeah. just demilitarize everything. Yeah, no, I'm Gosh, I'm, I'm yeah. here for ban on guns. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the awesome school walkout. Um, great job. Hope everybody learns from them and does better. And yay, yay! There's supposed to be a couple more scheduled for the next mm-hmm. few months, so we'll, well keep our eyes on is that. It next Saturday is the national like march. March on yeah. it. March for mm-hmm. our lives. Yeah, there are definitely some buses going from Ohio for that, too. Um, There'll be be lots of um, buses. We'll talk about more buses in a minute. um, (laughs) So, yeah, so that's happening in D.C., and I think there's one happening in Columbus and and Cleveland Mm -hmm. and other places, too. We'll try to put all that in the show notes. I haven't heard anything about Cincinnati, but, like, that's probably happening. Yeah, Yeah. I would assume something's happening. Mm -hmm. But while all that fabulous good stuff was happening, we were back in the State House this week. Yeah. Yay. There was a fourth hearing... But no vote on SB 145. Which is weird. <laughs> I'm saying what, what the bill is. What is the bill? Oh. <laughs> it was weird, though. It was weird. Uh, yeah. SB 145 is the method ban. So this would uh, ban the most common procedure for second trimester abortions, uh, the D&E ban. Yes. yes. So, yeah. So we had fourth hearing. We've already had a third hearing. We had opponent testimony before. Usually when they schedule a fourth hearing with all testimony, they schedule a vote, which is why Kelly yeah. said it was weird. Yeah. So there were, what, two, three people on the opponent side? Two. Okay, so there was the physician from ACOG, the mm-hmm. American Congress. Col- Congress, I think. Of- Co- I was thinking college. College of obstetricians mm-hmm. and gynecologists. Yes, they're the big lobby group for... It's a lobby group? I didn't know that. Yes. Okay. Well, and just a kind of regulatory agency. And I was like, it just feels like an association you're supposed to be a part of if you are a gynecologist and yeah. over, like an OB-GYN. They, they oversee a lot of the educational requirements and the residency I imagine programs and all I those I feel like there's probably too. like lobbying component rather than its main focus being lobbying. Yes. But... Um, we interact with them mostly. And then the Gary Daniels from ACLU, mm-hmm. who has testified before. And then the opposition was... Jessica something from Kohler. Kohler from Ohio Right to Life. I don't. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's just not that. She looks like she's younger than I am. So, <laughs> yeah. So, um, whose response was basically "nah" to the physician. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they're coming to that conclusion. Because <laughs> your bill is vague and it's bad, and you should feel bad. Yeah. So, so yeah. So the um, ACOG actually came out and testified generally against the ban because they don't believe in criminalizing doctors. What? Shocker. Um, shocking. <laughs> but then also um, specifically because 
their read of the bill and when i read what lines they were concerned of i agree and a lot of the legal experts agree too that the bill will actually impact the access to dna procedure even following a miscarriage to so for miscarriage management um it would also impact access to care which is to what jessica kohler from a high right to life was like i don't understand how they're reading it that way yeah well she also called potassium chloride kci which is not how you read uh elements but whatever yeah so it's Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, so we had that hearing. So the medical experts testified, the legal experts testified, and then a higher right to life just talked out their ass. Just came up and said, "No, no, that's not right." <laughs> um, so most likely they'll you know do what they always do and believe a higher right to life over the medical experts and legal experts. But we'll see what happens with that. Right. If it ever comes to a vote. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it, it feels like they don't want to vote on it, but like they, there's something going on behind the scenes that means they're going to have to vote on it. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, just the way, same way that the NRA Every, yeah. owns most Republicans, the right. higher right to life owns most Republicans in Ohio. So even if they're not like true believers, they've got to act like it in order to get exactly. votes because it all comes back to what we talk about kind of continuously on this show, gerrymandering, Yay. because it's the primary exactly. election that actually matters. It's not the general election. May 8th, please vote. Yes. <laughs> vote, vote, vote. Vote for the gerrymandering initiative. Yes. Is it issue one? Yes, I think so. Vote yes on issue one. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, so that happened. And then good news out of the courts this yes. week. Um, the Cincinnati judge out of Cincinnati, Justice Judge Black, um, ruled against the state on the Down syndrome ban that passed. So that we got a temporary restraining order mm-hmm. from that going into effect because that would have gone into effect on March twenty third. Correct. If um, we hadn't gotten this restraining order against it, so. Mm-hmm. Now it will not go into effect next week, um, and um, we'll see how it goes. We'll put a um, link to the article that actually has the ruling, because if you um, have some free time and want to read some really, really, really (laughs) good, like, blasting on fire commentary about how the state of Ohio (laughs) was completely wrong on this, you should really, really read just (laughs) Judge Black's um, order. Because it was pretty fabulous and amazing. Basically said that the state has absolutely no right to do any of what they're doing. It is a... <laughs> and it yet. Is, <laughs> it is, I think he, he said he was, it was um, prim, primarily unconstitutional on its face. Like, we don't even need to look further. Like, we're done here. But, unfortunately, we're not done here. But, you know, he Well, he Utah just passed clear. a ban for this. Or are they considering a ban? And then Kentucky passed a D&E ban? Kentucky passed a D&E ban. I think Utah's either considering or just passed a Down syndrome abortion mm-hmm. ban. And PA, Pennsylvania, actually just introduced one about two weeks ago, too. So, um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice little game. Uh-huh. So, those are happening kind of all over the place. So, now Ohio joins Indiana in blocking this from going into effect and we'll see what happens on that front but but, that was good news yeah i mean one last thing we have to actually worry about um but unfortunately you know exactly (laughs) it's it's something that we still have to worry about it's just not so soon Mm -hmm. you know it's not going to go into effect so we have the time to deal with other things that matter Mm -hmm. but again it's something that we still have to have on our radar because people like to for some reason, introduce unconstitutional bills in our state. Yeah. Well, and actually, <laughs> so, on the <laughs> yes, right. Well, and on the well, why would they do that, Vishita? Right. <laughs> um, I thought it was really interesting. A high right to life statement on on the court ruling yesterday was very much like, "Thank goodness we've got Attorney General Mike DeWine to defend." Oh. 
gosh. Defend the babies and save everybody. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So <laughs> they would definitely. <laughs> yeah. Delusional. So, so, yeah, I mean, they definitely use that to lift up Mike DeWine, who is, yes, a current attorney general. But the only reason why they're lifting him up as the current attorney general is also that he is their endorsed candidate for, for governor. governor. Right. <laughs> um, so now really what needs. The, Give what, me a break. What will be interesting to see is, you know, how how he deals with it. I'm assuming he's going to be, yay, this is awesome. I get to, you know, spend all this taxpayer dollars on, Mm -hmm. you know, defending this completely unconstitutional bill. (laughs) Um, Which just means that all of our folks need to get out and be like, hey, no, actually, that's not okay. I would actually rather you, you know, combat our infant mortality problem or our maternal mortality problem. Or things that really matter in the community that, you know, is actually a problem. Vote May 8th. (laughs) (laughs) Vote. Subliminal messages. Uh (laughs) Play it backwards. It's all saying, please, for the love of God, vote. (laughs) Just do it. It's so important. (laughs) So, yeah, so that was a really interesting, you know, I feel like it's the first time they've really gone there and it's very obviously a ploy because now they've endorsed him. Which is also interesting because it's not like he doesn't have a primary opponent in Mary Taylor, who's also completely and totally anti-choice and actually is running this much more Tea Party, Trump-backing, yes. <laughs> crazy person campaign. This has been so. a really interesting um, I really, I really love election. All these, I love all these candidates that are like, I'm anti-establishment. I'm part of the Trump trade. I'm like, you were literally appointed to your position. Yeah. <laughs> Dial it back, y'all. <laughs> they do not care. I know. I know but <laughs> if just, you have not noticed. <laughs> I know. Yeah. yeah it's like, I Hey, you know, mm-hmm. Trump did it, so can I. So, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I did find it funny, though, because so often in our office, we have this conversation of, you know, I was in high school when Kelly was a toddler and um, <laughs> makes me feel old. But then I was, I was actually Mary Taylor's um, Facebook ad against Mike DeWine right now actually makes me feel very young because I guess Mike DeWine had been in politics for as long as I've been on this planet. It starts in 1976. <laughs> and so, you know, it, it's very yeah, interesting he's that he's involved for a very long time. Yeah. He's definitely retired. Yeah. Whatever. Andrew Stafford's even younger than I am. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. I enjoy it. I like being not the young person. I like molding the new talent. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Hire them all and make them awesome and amazing and send them out into the world. The ones coming after me are way better. They're going to put me out of work. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> Oh, like, just move up in the world. Kelly's anxiety. Yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> I really should be medicated. <laughs> so, yeah. So that was the fabulous court ruling and a breakdown on how that plays in politics. Kelly, you want to talk about your bus trip coming yes. up? Yes. Uh, so it's coming Monday slash Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly Tuesday. Just uh, literally all of Tuesday. <laughs> midnight to midnight. Yeah. We're going to be going to D.C. I'm really excited because I missed the whole Women's Health uh, versus Hellerstead opening argument bus trip in 2016. So this will be a fun trip down memory lane for people who went before and then a fun like, yeah, I get to go this time for people like me. Um, we are going to for the opening arguments of Nifla versus Visera, which is um, a court case that basically determines whether or not it's constitutional for fake women's health centers to lie to you. <laughs> basically. Yeah. That's really it, what it comes out to. Yeah. It's, it's challenging the fact act fact law in California, which um, basically it requires uh, fake women's health centers to uh, post whether or not there is a medical professional on staff. Mm-hmm. That's I think that's actually all it does. Yeah. <laughs> 
And like, apparently people are very unhappy about this and they're challenging this to the point of it going to the Supreme Court. Um, I guess like opponents of this are saying that it's uh, against free speech. Mm-hmm. Um, but like lying about there being a doctor in the in the facility seems like a weird thing to want to lie about. Yeah, personally. Well, and personally. the thing <laughs> the thing is that like uh, these are the same exact people who pass all of the so called informed consent for those not mm-hmm. watching on video. Air quotes are happening right now. Um, <laughs> laws that are our, our actual medical providers who provide abortion care right. are required to say medically inaccurate, man- medically ambiguous stuff before a woman's actually able to get an abortion but you know the fact that they would be required to say whether or not they have a doctor on staff or not is a completely unconstitutional restriction on their free speech i just the irony is so the bills they pass are like requiring you by law to lie to patients Mm -hmm. and the laws we pass are requiring you to not lie to patients (laughs) (laughs) all right so you know and what's going to the supreme court (laughs) The one on not wanting to lie. The one on not lying, wanting to lie. It's weird. So there's going to be a rally. I think it's uh, sponsored in part by Lady Parts Justice. Um, and there's a bunch of other partners from across mm-hmm. the country that are going to be there. Uh, it should be a really good time. I'm really excited. Um, if you go to our Facebook page, you can find the event for yes. the bus ride. Yes. Uh, it includes a free t-shirt. One Woo-hoo. of our new t-shirts that say, I am pro-choice and has the shape of, shape yes. of Ohio. Um, we'll be leaving, we'll be loading the bus around 1130, leaving hopefully no later than midnight. We're getting there around eight rally, rally, rally. Um, national is providing, uh, national NARAL is providing lunch and then we're going to go lobby. So we're going to go hang out with our senators and say thank you and or stop doing what that. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you to who? Thank you to Sherrod Brown. <laughs> Always. Always. <laughs> and hey, stop doing that too. Rob Portman, who almost <laughs> yes. certainly won't miss, meet with us. <laughs> yeah, most certainly not. No, actually, the last time I was in D.C. doing lobbying visits, we did not even get an appointment with Portman's office, so we just stopped by. And I, That's always I, the case. <laughs> I really my, um, thought, experience. Yeah, I thought that the poor little staffer who like sits in front of the door as <laughs> yes. the gatekeeper, like was going to lose his lunch. Like we came in and like introduced ourselves and where we were from. And they just kind of were like, Oh, so they yeah. should be used to that. By now, uh-huh. you would think, but, yeah. but not so much. So yeah. So that'll I be wonder, a fabulous time. I wonder what kind of like crazy folks shared gets like, I mean, we go to the Republican senators, but mm-hmm. I wonder like, I feel like the they're saying, I know, I know they get the same, but I feel like they're just like dialed up to like 11. Probably, mm-hmm. yeah. Probably. So, yeah, I agree. And we have the bus leaving from Columbus, but we also have one leaving from yes. Cleveland, too. We also do have one leaving from Cleveland. You can also yes. find that on our Facebook page. Um, uh, so, yeah, we'll be getting there around 8. Then we'll be rallying until lunch, and then we're going to go lobby, and then we'll immediately get on the bus and turn back around. Yes. <laughs> It is a 24-hour round trip to D.C. I would really love for as many people to be on the bus as possible. I would really love for there to be 100 NARAL supporters like in Sherrod's office being like, thank you. So if you're able to come, please come. It will be really fun if very exhausting. Also bring a DVD so we can vote on what to watch on the way down there. I'm I'm bringing Cryberry. Cryberry. Crybaby, which is a movie from 1991. Love that movie. Really? Oh my god. Yes, I do. No one else has ever seen it. It's so good. (laughs) I've never seen it. I will. Are you serious? It's got Johnny Depp. Yes. uh, So I know that's not great. But it's like it is great. Now I'm wondering though, maybe I did see it because I would have really liked Johnny Depp in 1992. So (laughs) it's a John Waters film. I probably did see it back in high school and just have absolutely no. It's basically a parody of Grease. Yeah, it's it's kind of like a musical, but it's It's so so it is. I love it. It is so funny. (laughs) So I'm gonna bring that. That's hilarious. (laughs) Cool. 
awesome. didn't know we had this in common with you. I know, me so either. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my favorites. I have not heard anybody mention that movie in so many years. It's so funny. So, yeah. So, that's happening next week. You want to tell us about what happened last weekend? Last Saturday. Last Saturday when yeah. we did the yarn bomb and talking? Yeah, it was Abortion Provider Appreciation Day. Um, we all got ourselves up, like, before the sun got up, like... <laughs> I, it was painful. <laughs> I like rolled over. And then you lost an hour Saturday night. Yeah. Make it worse. Yeah. yeah I rolled over at 4.30 and got my butt out of bed. And then I went and got like coffee for everybody because I, I, they didn't even have the cafe open. I had to walk to the drive through window <laughs> to get a couch. Knock on there. And they're like, you, they pointed to the drive through window. And I was like, okay. And I was like, I didn't think to get in my car and like go drive through it. So I just it's walked. It's too early. <laughs> it's way too early. So I got a carafe of coffee for everybody, but also mostly for me. Uh, oh, uh, so I got around the cl- at the clinic around five. Um, and I had like seven or eight people show up to Yarn Bomb. Um, and yarn bombing, for those of you who don't know, we've been <laughs> knitting and crocheting projects since uh, February to like a varying lengths and a varying widths to uh, tie around trees. So we stitched things to trees and to poles and to hand railings. Um, and we made a bunch of like puff balls to hang down from them. Uh, and it was really bright, like like way brighter than I actually was anticipating. It was awesome looking. It really yeah. was awesome. Um, and so that was a lot of fun. And then uh, we had probably 10 or 15 high schoolers from a local program come and chalk as well. So they awesome. chalked the sidewalk. So that looked really nice. Um, so Sweet. I actually planned the yarn bomb specifically because it was too cold to chalk. So <laughs> good work, high schoolers, <laughs> for coming out at 530 in the morning. And to sitting on sweet. freezing cold no, yeah. concrete. No, it was cold. <laughs> yes. It was very cold Saturday morning. Yeah. Know. All in all, I think we were actually done before like 730. So like we like got to see wow, we, a lot. We did. Um, um, so we got to see the sun come up and then we all went and got breakfast and it was really great. Yeah. And the clinic looks amazing. It does. And like, I can see it. Like it's, I always drive by the clinic like, and like oh, damn it. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so this really helps the like patients and me and anybody who needs to find the clinic. Cause it's like, there's look at this weird nice. tree. It's covered in like yellow and purple. Yes. Something that's positive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Makes it look a lot more cheery, especially in the dreary early spring here in Ohio oh, where so it's rainy it. and gross and muddy so and, and still snowing and still snowing randomly just kind of for five <laughs> minutes and then stopping. Yeah. The yarn bomb, it, it, it was nice because it was, it was for our providers. It was for our patients. It was for right. our, our clinic escorts because like that's, that's who needs to cheer up. That's mm-hmm. who, yeah. like, and honestly, if it, if it, if it makes people who are protesting mad, like that's even better but yeah, like right. it's not for them right. it's for our patients yeah so hooray for our providers yes, yes. absolutely so other events coming up um let's see let's so see how many you can remember and then i'll fill in i'm i will do my best uh sunday there's craft and outlaws at the art museum if you want to hang out with me Ooh, yeah. that sounds like fun yeah there's a craft show it's free the art museum is free on sundays for, mm-hmm. just for like just for anybody who wants yes. to know uh tuesday we're going to be going to dc um, Wednesday, there's something going on, in, or Tuesday or Wednesday, there's something going on in Cleveland. It's a it's a clinic at some kind of clinic thing at preterm LGBTQ thing. Yes, maybe Wednesday. I don't actually. It's Monday. Oh, Intersections okay. of healthcare, LGBTQ, LGBTQ care. There we go. That's a word. I'm, <laughs> I'm so on top of the calendar. I need even know events that are not mine. Yes, <laughs> at preterm. Yes, yes. So Tuesday, we'll be going down to DC from Columbus and Cleveland. Uh, that Saturday is the Bust and Stigma burlesque event, mm-hmm. which will be at Posse Girls at Doors at 8, show at 9, I think. I'm not ready for that. I'm so tired already. <laughs> and if you come to the comedy shows, it's basically right across the street from Ace of Cups. Yes, it's right across the street from Ace of Cups, um, but there's glitter allowed here. 
<laughs> We're not allowed to use glitter in Ace of Cups. No, I they would definitely be against that. They don't even let us do burlesque shows anymore because of the threat of glitter. <laughs> the threat of glitter. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of with them on the threat yeah, of glitter, though. Uh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> glitter, the herpes of, of I hate crafting. It. <laughs> but it, sh- it should be a lot of fun. All the proceeds for this burlesque show go to Women Have Options, which is a good <laughs> friend of ours. Um, they're... I, I guess I won't say their stage. I won't say their name, but like there's who board members that are going to be on this show. Uh, Nairal staffers on this show. <laughs> um, and then like a few, a few other like pro choice, like, mm-hmm. like powerhouses. Cool. So it'll be fun. Nice. Um, I, I, my next event is like April 8th. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. New afternoon. That's actually, that is the, the list. Oh, okay, cool. So, yeah. Nice. Yay. Me. <laughs> April eighth is is the next craft afternoon. We'll be making uteruses, so you can cross stitch, you can crochet, you can knit, <laughs> you can sew a stuffed one, mm-hmm. and we'll be giving those to legislators on Advocacy Day, which is April tenth. Yes, so you should definitely register for Advocacy Day, like right now, right now, right now. It It'll be April tenth. It'll be a great day. Yes. We're going to talk about. Um, sharing our stories on why we're pro-choice and why we believe abortion access is important. Oh, and April fifth is my next lunch and lobby. Yes, yes. With, with with Representative Kelly. Yeah, in Cincinnati. Yes. Cool. It's not yet a Facebook event, but I confirmed that yesterday. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's pretty much everything. So, yes. Anything else? Check the show notes. Yep. yep. Show notes are our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. We'll see everybody next week. Bye. 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 Bye.